That's right. It's time for the Weekly Review, a podcast for people who want to do a better job organizing their lives. Whether you're new to task management or you've fallen off the wagon a few times, this podcast is for you. Now, if you haven't done your Weekly Review yet, hopefully this podcast will inspire you to do so when you've finished listening. Hi, I'm James Dempsey, and my good friend and co-host, as always, is Gene McDonald. Hi, Gene. How are you doing today? And have you done your weekly review? Hi, James. Uh, I am doing okay today, and I have not done my canonical weekly review, but I have made some progress in setting up my GTD system that I want to talk about. But how are you doing? I'm doing mostly okay. <laughs> I just got back from uh, a long travel from New Brunswick, Canada. And since my sister lives in New Jersey, we end up doing a two-day road trip from northern New Brunswick to New Jersey. Uh, wow. Then I stayed with her for a day and then like an all-day flying back home. Oh, man. And this time around uh, – the the airlines managed to lose not one but two my both of my pieces of checked luggage. Uh oh. <laughs> and what's your weekly review and your checked luggage? <laughs> well, my microphone was yes. <laughs> so if the sound quality on my end is a little different this week, it's because I'm I'm using a set of ear pods um, instead. Um, no, my weekly review. What I found was that, um, as we talked about last week, I'm in the midst of rereading uh, the Getting Things Done book. And I'm through all of section one and section two, which is kind of the meat and potatoes of um, both the philosophy and, and kind of the practical issues. And what I'm finding is that it may not end up being a full kind of re- initialization as you're in the midst of doing, but I really do need to now that I'm settled in one spot and not moving every, every day and a half, um, <laughs> need to go through and do something that's definitely more involved than a, than a weekly review. Um, I'm finding that, uh, in rereading that one, there's definitely things that shouldn't be projects that I have. There's a lot of ill-defined projects, mm -hmm. and I just need to – I'm not feeling good about my – it's not a trusted system anymore. I'm now very suspicious of my system. <laughs> oh, I see. And I need to get it trusted again. I see. It's a, um, it's a, it's a, a notorious system, potentially, until you, you've, you are able to trust it again. Exactly. Well, that's my advantage is having no system right now. <laughs> but no, that's not true. Exactly. Um, but yeah, there's a couple of things I thought would be interesting to talk about this week. Um, one is where I'm at with uh, OmniFocus. And also, you know, what we do to get back on track. I know we've pr talked about this before, but you were traveling like, and not just like, you know, traveling, staying in one hotel, you know, being in a context where you could be productive, you were really on the road and with a lot of family um, 
you know, activities and, and that you would want to focus on and not focus on things on your computer. Um, I was under the weather for a couple of days where I couldn't do anything online. And uh, I, you know, I need to remind myself how I get back from that, because I get to a point where, you know, when I have done basically nothing for three days in a row, where mm-hmm. I feel like, I can't do anything ever again uh, because it's too daunting. I'm so behind and I should just stop pretending to be somebody who actually gets things done. But there's always that moment where I say, okay, tomorrow when I wake up, I'm going to do this one thing. You know, I, I, I have enough energy. Maybe it's not a computer thing. Maybe it's, you know, some errand. I'm going to get that thing done. And, you know, again, like my brilliant uh, idea of the productivity snowball, (laughs) the the first thing gets done. And then it's like, oh, yeah, I could do another thing and another thing, etc. And next thing you know, I'm like, hey, I'm still behind. But it's, you know, to be perfectly honest, we're always behind if you look at it that way, that we never get everything done. No, you never get in. So uh, that's impossible. Yeah. So I would say, at least for me, it's finding that one thing I know I can do, as opposed to saying, okay, tomorrow I'm going to tackle my phone call list, for example, um, because that will just make me stay in bed for another day. (laughs) (laughs) Red hot poker. Red hot poker. But I think, you know, traveling is a little different because at least, you know, hopefully you're healthy when you're traveling. So that doesn't get you, you know, too um, out of whack. But still, it takes energy. Um, It takes a lot of mental energy. Uh, And so I'm getting ready to go on a trip tomorrow uh, to Minneapolis. I'll be there for the last couple days of app camp for girls, Minneapolis, which I'm excited about. Um, But I know when I get back on Saturday night, (laughs) I'll have this urge to just like, not unpack and just like curl up into a post travel, you know, ball on my bed Mm -hmm. and watch um, Star Trek, you know, Voyager reruns. (laughs) So I I think I need to think of like, what am I going to do on Sunday, you know, as the beginning of my, you know, post travel productivity snowball. And um, I'm not sure exactly what that will be yet. But um, just thinking of one little thing, you know, it's kind of like thinking of a next action. What is the next thing that I need to do to just get off, you know, the or get back on track? So I don't know. Do you have any ideas um, for yourself or um, things that have worked for you in the past? Well, what I, I tend to find that it's very cyclic for me that like before going away on this trip, I was really kind of feeling down on all this stuff and just <laughs> like frustrated, right? Like, Oh, I'm never going to get, I'm not making any headway. I feel kind of like bogged down, but in a sense, by being away and having things be out of kilter a little bit, now I'm very much looking forward to, like, now that I have, like, today's my first full day back, mm-hmm. um, 
getting over the next few days digging into it. It's sort of like I knew that I didn't have the bandwidth to do so while I was traveling and visiting relatives and, and what have you. But it kind of is that that motivation, like suddenly I can't wait to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm sure, you know, that'll that'll hit for a while and I'll be going along. And then at a certain point, I'll be like, oh, oh this again. And then <laughs> it'll drop off. And that, that seems to be how it goes with me. Like I'll take a run at something. It'll be going good for a while. Then then I'll get a little frustrating and I'll be a little down on it. Then it comes back. Um, that seems to be pretty, pretty standard for me. Um, one thing I am interested or very excited about is, um, they just started releasing to a few people, um, uh, the OmniFocus 3 beta for Mac. Mm. And so I got a hold of that. I guess it was Saturday, but I've been traveling, so I haven't really had any chance to to do more than install it and, and just take a quick peek at it. But I'm very much looking forward to um, playing with it more. Um, and yeah, as we've talked about in the past, the, that adds things like tags and a much uh, more rich way of defining custom perspectives or ways mm-hmm. of looking at your text that's already available on iOS, but I use it cl- cross platform. So very excited to be able to use the same tools and the same features in both places. Hmm. So, um, so had you started adding any of the tags in um, on iOS, or were you just waiting for the Mac version to come out? I played with it some, but I didn't do it in earnest because I knew that I wouldn't be able to actually move my entire workflow there mm. until the Mac version was out. Um, so do you know if like you start using tags now um and then um will you will they uh will they migrate to the Mac version when you have OmniFocus 3 for the Mac? That's my understanding and in the meantime the first tag you use would show up as a context. I see. Well, that's exciting. I'm pretty excited about it. I'm pretty excited about OmniFocus right now because I zeroed out my database. Uh, <laughs> I know. That's exciting. And then now I'm like, I don't even want to put anything in there. It's so nice. And it's, <laughs> it's, so it's pristine. It's, you know, as soon as I put the first thing in there, it's never going to be pristine again. And so I haven't like just, you know, gone like hog wild, like adding stuff. Um, but I will say, you know, it's, it was a pretty easy process. I did a backup of my database before I, um, before I zeroed it out, you know, and deleted the, um, the database on my Mac and then started up with, uh, where you can say, you know, start with a new database. And, uh, there are instructions on the OmniFocus help that are pretty straightforward. I mean, there's steps, you know, don't, don't, don't skip, don't speed read the steps. That would be my, (laughs) Mm. because I did. And I was like, wait, I don't understand. You know, I don't see a file with that name. And then I realized that there were actual steps. I mean, they're very, very uh, meticulous uh, telling you which 
menus to go into and what to do and when to quit OmniFocus because, you know, it's basically on the Mac, you know, pointing you to where your backups are, telling you to close OmniFocus, then delete the backups, you know, so that when you open Mm -hmm. up OmniFocus again, it's like a a new launch. Um, So anyway, it it worked out for me once I stopped trying to be so speedy about it. Um, And yeah, I, uh, I've been rereading David Allen myself to like kind of remind myself what, uh, what is appropriate um, to go into OmniFocus and how should I organize it? So I decided to start um, well, I, so I picked a couple of things that I knew I wanted to do in the next, um, the next, you know, week or so. One, one mm-hmm. is a house project. Um, my chimney needs like re whatever stonemasons do or masons do. Um, there's some crumbling around my chimney of my house and it's not a problem right now cause it's summer and it's hot and it's not raining, but I need to get that sort it before, um, you know, it starts raining again here in Oregon. And that's like a classic project, you know, that could be a David Allen, you know, chapter project where it's like, I've already done the first step, the first next action that I identified for myself was get a recommendation of Mason's um, to call. Now, the, the current next action is call the masons so yeah that hasn't happened yet (laughs) i need to do it because that combines like it's like the car maintenance problem two things i hate phone calls and people who know about a thing that i know nothing about so Mm -hmm. i'm just gonna have to break down and do it um and uh but i decided i'll wait wait till next week (laughs) when i get back um so i could that's a pretty clear project that has some steps and will get done um, and needs to get done in in the short term. The other one is I have these um, original watercolor Star Trek um, art that I bought (laughs) um, from a guy, um, Lee Sargent in Brisbane, Australia, who's doing a 365, you know, Star Trek project where every day he 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 sketches you know he like inks a scene from one of the star trek episodes or movies and then and watercolors them and then he puts them on etsy or you know whatever to sell and i i i really like these paintings they're they're whimsical it's not you know it's 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 not it's fun to look at and um, of course, because I'm a Voyager fan, when a couple of Voyager scenes came up, I was like, ooh, I kind of want those. <laughs> so, so I bought them. But because they're coming from Australia, he um, he paints them on A4 paper, and uh, which is, you know, the size, what for us is letter size. Um, mm-hmm. In other countries, letter size is not the same size as our letter size. So anyway, they need to be framed is the short, uh, short answer. And I've let them sit for too long, you know, like over a month and, and they're nice. And I want to have them hanging up in my office to make me smile every day. So that's a project. 
it has defined steps. <laughs> First step is find A4 frames. And uh, because I figured I could do that in two to five minutes, I did it right before we started recording and ordered them from Amazon. And so by the next time we record, I should have my my adorable Star Trek prints hanging. Um, so, so I'm going to put those projects in that I've already started and check off the first step because I did that. <laughs> That's awesome. And hopefully by the next time we record, I'll have my luggage. <laughs> well, that I don't know if that's a project. It's out of your hands, right? Well, it's kind of a pro. Well, it's a waiting, yeah. right? Oh, that's true. <laughs> for somebody else. So I've delegated that step to the airline to find my bags. And then I have a choice either if I drive to the airport, which isn't far, um, I get a $50 travel voucher or they can deliver it. So I might just go pick them up once they're ready. Um, hmm. Interesting. You know, it's, it's, it's less than, probably be less than an hour to thing altogether. So 50 bucks isn't a bad hourly rate. It's not bad. I mean, I would say your time is worth more than that. But the problem is when they deliver stuff, you never know when it's going to show up. That's true. They said it's a four hour window. Yeah, and like, that's not worth it. <laughs> and exactly. So, but you know, if I'm, if I'm not in the midst of doing something else, I'm, I think I'm literally 15 minutes from the airport. Mm-hmm. So it's not so bad. No. Wow. It does screw up my, because usually the day after the trip, I've kind of planned in my mind that, okay, today I'm going to unpack oh, and yeah. do a laundry. And so now kind of everything is, is on hold. Because <laughs> the nice thing is, right, because can't do, as a matter of fact, it was only about an hour before we started recording that I was like, oh, yeah, I guess I put the microphone in my checked luggage because I wasn't going to need it in the air. Um, (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, So, and the nice thing is, at least for me, like unpacking and doing laundry and whatever is, is relatively low energy. So mm -hmm. it's kind of a nice thing to do the day after you travel. Yeah. Um, The other thing I was reading or thinking about as I was reading the book is, um, really trying once again to put to capture every 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 last thing mm-hmm. in the system. Because mm. um, what I find is that I still keep things in my head mm-hmm. that I probably shouldn't. But also this notion that, and I'm hoping with OmniFocus three now that I have it in both places. Um, that I really shouldn't even be necessarily thinking too much about what I'm going to be working on next. I should be kind of looking like I finished something. I should be able to look at my next actions in the right context Mm -hmm. and just pick what I'm doing next based on what seems like the right thing at that moment, as opposed to even having besides what's on my calendar, a really hard and fast plan of what I'm going to try to do that day. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I can be a lot more fluid than I already am. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I'd say reading the book again has given me some insights and then probably six months from now, I'll have to read it again. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe three months from now. 
Yeah, or 12 years from now. Um, <laughs> whatever. I, uh, that was another thing, um, zeroing out my OmniFocus database as I could see the date on which it was created. And I'm like, yep, four years ago. There was an interesting thing I also found rereading the book that um, I think I had forgot. There's a lot of nice nuggets in there besides the main uh, the main flow of kind of processing things and doing your weekly review and what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, I was talking about um, you know how the things you put on these lists or these open loops you have are essentially commitments to yourself. Mm-hmm. And that one of the reasons you kind of feel bad when you go through a pile of stuff that you haven't looked at in a while is because your mind is thinking, oh, I should have done this and I should have done this earlier. And I, so it's kind of these commitments, internal commitments you have to yourself that you've broken. Mm -hmm. Um, So you can either let yourself off the hook and just not make the commitment in the first place. You can do the thing, but the third option in the book is you can also renegotiate Mm -hmm. with yourself, which is a way that I've never really thought about it, but it is kind of the, well, you know, I thought I was going to do this, but it just has not happened. I haven't gotten to it. Let me renegotiate with myself what this, what it means to make this thing finished that I'll be happy with. Yeah. Because clearly I haven't gotten it to the state that I originally thought. So this notion of renegotiating, not with other people, but just with yourself as to what the tasks mean mm-hmm. um, and using that as a way to kind of keep good faith with yourself was a really interesting idea. I thought that um, is, you know, has nothing to do with, you know, having certain file folders or having your email set up a certain way. It really has much more to do with how you think about the tasks in your open loops and how you're willing to uh, kind of interact with them yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense actually, because yeah, I know from going through these boxes of stuff that I was continually clearing off my dining room table and stowing in my office. (laughs) It's like, Oh, there's that thing. I should have, you know, done it but if you know i felt much better saying okay i'm putting this in my tickler file now and it will get done on x day and then you know no point in feeling guilty about it um and you know that actually i don't think i mentioned it before but i one thing i did is i put the tickler file um which is in a a kind of small um, crate that ha- holds the hanging folders that it's in. Mm-hmm. I put it on top of a little uh, table that's in my hallway. So not in the office, in the back in the corner where I could ignore it, but I would walk, I walk by the tickler file all day long. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I, when I look in it, I pull the folder out and I just look at it like kind of at the kitchen counter instead of like, getting involved and, you know, I can figure out, oh, yeah, this is the thing, you know, this is my, uh, my car registration that I need to get, you know, uh, dealt with today, and take it out and do it, as opposed to making a pile of things to do, you know, things that have to be done on that day, that's in the tickler file. So that's, that's working out pretty well for me. 
Excellent. And um, yeah, as we've mentioned, I tend to use OmniFocus as my tickler. Um, the other thing I've noticed is that one thing I don't like about, say, just using the calendar it's great if you have an appointment or a set time for something, mm -hmm. but you can't really set a reminder for something that's an all-day event right? in the standard Apple calendar. That's true. Um, so what I find I do for those is I tend to put them into OmniFocus with kind of being deferred until that day, and then I can add multiple notifications if it's something that I – I know I need to do on that day, but I don't have a particular time to do it. Mm -hmm. um, so that's a case. What I find is that the is that OmniFocus. There's a lot of things in there that I don't want to say duplicate, but it's if you look at the pieces of the system laid out for GTD, OmniFocus can handle a lot of them. Um, but I'm finding that it's important to have clear in your mind kind of that sharp delineation that even though these things are all in OmniFocus, conceptually they're different mm -hmm. kinds of things. Right. That's a good point. Well, I think I'm I'm run out of little questions and insights for this week, James. What about you? I think so too. Um, at some point I'd like to talk about the topic of checklists which Ooh. there's a whole section of in the in the book but i think that's going to be too much for for this episode um so i think it's time to wrap up this particular episode so we can get back to getting things done or getting ready to get things done <laughs> now you can find us on the internet at theweeklyreview.fm or on micro.blog at the weekly review and on twitter at weekly review fm It'd be great if you would rate or review this podcast. It helps us find new listeners and it helps new listeners find us. And we always love to hear your feedback. Feel free to tweet at us, micro.blog at us. <laughs> Thanks for listening and we'll see you at the next weekly review. Thanks. You got some things you want to get done and still enjoy a bit of organizational fun. There's a lot of things you